0: Well, hi there, and welcome to my podcast, where I invite you to run with me after memories and shape them into stories. On this show, I'll also share samples of my writing and interesting moments from everyday life. I'm your host, Ruru Sig, and today you're listening to my first podcast, The Story Chaser. Welcome to Episode 7 of The Story Chaser. Um, I'm going to start out right away explaining this scratchy, wavering voice I'm carrying tonight and imposing on you and praying that you just have patience and hang in there for the episode and uh, don't get distracted by it or annoyed because I had a procedure this week, an emergency procedure, not an apodectomy. I try so many times, I can't pronounce it. I just, it's one of those things. I can't pronounce it. The doctors lasered out my appendix, guys. I woke up on what was an, a normal Friday morning, so I thought was going about my day. And by mid-afternoon, I was rolling around, making sounds like Chewbacca, in pain, uh, spending the whole evening in the ER. Wow. And after lots of tests, tubes, screens, um, uh, bags going into the needles, into the arms. They realized that I had to have surgery. So to have surgery, you have to have anesthesia. And when you're under anesthesia, they put a breathing tube down your throat. And that scratched up my throat and my vocal cords. So I debated whether or not I was going to do the episode today. And then I said, yeah, I'm going to do the episode. I've got 800 downloaders this month unbelievable thank you thank you so much i i really appreciate that And I'm learning a thing or two about special effects here in this program, maybe. Yes, this little show of mine is growing, and I am super heart-filled. So I'm doing the show tonight. I'm doing it all... (laughs) Hang in there, and I thank you. Uh, Hey, there's a topic. Do you guys have any words that you can't pronounce? Why don't you give me a call at 312-857-4625 and try to tell me what they are. (laughs) I'd love to hear from you or send me an email at r o o r o o s i g at gmail.com. Okay, officially episode seven. Uh, Did you know that seven is my favorite number? How cool is that? Why would you know that? Oh, I mean, Maybe you know that if you're close friends listening. But anyway, seven is my favorite number. And I think it's pretty neat to be at episode seven. And I'm starting to ramble, so maybe I should just get it going. Episode seven. And tonight, I'm talking about uh, imagination in adulthood and why we don't use it as adults. The imagination and wonder in childhood is so beautiful and innocent. Am I wrong to still imagine and wonder as a middle-aged woman in this modern society? Guys, I mean constantly. I need my imagination constantly. It's how I cope. At work, for instance, when someone is going on and on and on, pulling me into the saga of their complaints or woes, I nod reassuringly, but... My own inner voice gets louder than theirs, saying things like, I wonder what it would be like if your hands were actually pineapples. You wouldn't even need a comb. You could just brush your hair with the little spiky things. And just like that, I rescue myself from being annoyed. My imagination is a hero. Is yours? Are you still wondering? I feel wondering is disappearing in our modern society because we carry the world in our pockets and purses. A few touches of some buttons in our handy phones, and the answers are right there. Admit it, you Googled the spiky things on pineapples, didn't you? When I was in my early 20s, I rode the train back and forth from home to my job at the Chicago Board of Trade and cell phones weren't a thing yet. I loved resting my head against that oval-shaped window, tranquil from the images of the changing neighborhoods outside. My mind was so free for any story to visit. Sometimes I almost missed my stops because I would get so lost in detail. Like, what if I had a skateboard and a cord? Could I hold on to the side of the train and flatten the board perpendicular to a passing brick wall, sparks shooting from the bottom of my shoes? What if I stood suddenly and broke out into song? Would everyone on this train join me and be sudden best friends? What if a panther snuck on at the next stop? I have always been this way, able to escape into what may or may not exist. The following piece of writing is something that I just wrote one night coming across an old photo of myself. It may or may not be in my future book, but it has a place here tonight. So enjoy. My fingertips whitened around the scratchy plastic framing of each small square, completely trusting the darkness behind my eyelids. The engine puttered its way through a start with the vibration of my lips. Once off the ground, there was no stopping my magic flying machine. It would chug, clumsily, lifting off, but once it warmed up, the ride was smooth. I coasted around completely unnoticed by a house full of people. Low cruising, I passed my brother Mac at the dining room table, on my way through the doorway of the kitchen. His head lay with angst in his hands, surrounded by crumpled pieces of his homework. My toes dangled from the rectangular vented seat and bounced off the telephone cord connected to my mother, desperately trying to chat and still be the mother of 12. Gliding along our kitchen table, I picked off one of the square yellow wall tiles, and it became the piece of cheese I always imagined it could be. I chewed my wall cheese happily while passing over my brother Michael. His bow tie rested to the side of his collar as he popped open the edges of a round tin container, revealing the line cook's mistakes. One person's error became his reward. My nose twitched a bit, catching the stench of a smoky restaurant that exuded off his clothing. I angled my machine in an upright direction and picked up speed, and with one pat of my hand, I knocked over the row of cereal boxes lining the top of our fridge. They fell like dominoes. I could never reach them if it weren't for my magic machine. I lowered through the rear door frame of our kitchen, hovering down the first few stairs to the back door. And at the bottom of the longer set of stairs to my right was our washing machine. It rumbled and banged its attempt to walk off its wooden pallet and escape the house. Another appliance overworked. The air outside was fresh and cool as I drifted to the center of our backyard. My lips numbed, putting the engine in a turbo, but once achieved, I shot straight upward through the sky. The surrounding clouds were silky on my face and feet, cotton candy without the stickiness. Once through them, I was finally amongst the stars, scattered in the flat, dark sky. I couldn't help but to grab one and with one squeeze, its unfaltering glow burst in my palm and showered glowing dust on our house below. Suspended in greatness from the highest height, I heard my mother's voice. Why are these folded towels on the floor? Peering through the slits of my lids, slowly opening, her tapping foot came into focus. I'm trying to switch a load. May I have the basket, please? I climbed out and returned home. All of this imagined from a cracked, crappy laundry basket, and I loved it. I loved that basket. I would sit in it like a little cabin of adventure. What is your laundry basket? Where could you go that seems impossible, and why would you stop going? I would like to leave you tonight with the wonder of returning to your imagination even for a little while. And end this episode with a quote. Everything you can imagine is real. Picasso Well, this is as good a place as any to end this episode. My name is Ruru Sig, and I thank you for listening to The Story Chaser. Remember, There are stories everywhere. The key is to focus in on the little memories to find the bigger moments. My promise to you is that I'll keep chasing those stories. Be well, folks, and go ahead. Have a wonderful life.